I'm Dwayne Brummett, he's Ali Alborigo, and this is the School Owner Talk Podcast. Hello again, Dwayne Brubbett here with Allie Alberigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Good morning, Allie. Nice to be with you, sir. Yes, also good to be with you. I am happy to chat. We haven't chatted in a week or so, so it's good to be back online. And we have a really special guest today. Yeah, great interview today. Thanks for setting it up. So you want to tell everybody who we've got and what we're going to cover? Sure. Yeah, no problem at all. Well, we we um, we chatted about uh, getting him on as a guest, and we I. I think I set up last week and then I had to cancel on you or something like that. And then we rescheduled uh, the spur of the moment and you were very accommodating. We were able to get it in this, uh, this Wednesday. So thank you for doing that. So our guest is a uh, William Stevens. Now, do you like to be called Bill or William? What, what do you prefer? Yeah, I, I go by Bill. Okay. So Bill, and, and what do you, what's your title? Sensei, Sobonim, do you have it? Do you go by title? Uh, Master too, Stevens. I go by Master. All right or Mr. Stevens. I'm, I'm not too okay, uh, very, very cool. with that. Yeah. So, and uh, I'm curious, uh, and I'm getting off topic here a little bit, but um, because obviously most, most of the listeners are martial arts school owners. Um, let's kind of build some credibility if we could and tell us your martial arts background first, before we dive into some other stuff, just to kind of give people some credibility for you. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I've been training since I was a kid. I, I started when I was 10 years old uh, doing a um, traditional Korean Taekwondo. Uh, and I did that for about 10 years. And then I got a chance to train uh, in the Hondo system with Master uh, Tom Patiri and got my black belt with him. And then that led me to doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So I've been doing uh, Jiu-Jitsu since like 1999. And... So, yeah, that's like my main focus these days, that and Muay Thai, uh, and then running my school. Uh, so right now I have a location in Ramsey, New Jersey. And, you know, there was a point in time where I had multiple locations, but now I'm just running the one school. And I'm pretty happy doing that. Kind of pared it down? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what Ali did. He pared it down. Yeah. I did. You know, it's a weird thing, isn't it, Bill? Like it's, uh, you know, when people ask me like, oh, do you have your, because I've had multiple locations and I went down to my two main locations. And now during COVID, I ended up getting a great offer on my building and someone bought it from me. And um, and I ended up going to, to one location. People are like, oh, but you closed that school down and I get pissed off. I'm like, no, I didn't close it. <laughs> I combined them together, damn it. Right. Like, uh, Yeah, you know, because I didn't close it because I was going, I, it sounds like you're failing or you're going out of right. business or you didn't do well. And right. um, I chose that. I mean, I'm so happy now with one location. Dwayne has two. And before he opened his second location, I was I gave him all the warnings that you're going to have to deal with this, this, and this, and so on and so forth. But he did it anyway, and he's growing that location, which is great. But I was kind of like on the tail end of me just trying to make it smaller and less stress. Sure, yeah. It's definitely less stress, less staff. For me, it was definitely the right move. But the 10 years I ran the two locations, it was a great learning experience. I got to sell the school to the head instructor of that location. So it was, it all worked out. That's awesome. Very, very cool. And now when you trained with Tom Petiri, that's before the CDT days, because you're saying you did the yeah. Korean arts back then, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's like, awesome. And, and for those of you who don't know training. Tom Petiri, 
Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. Like, he, I remember. He's very good, and uh, it was like so vastly different than the traditional style I was doing, which really, you know, besides the sparring aspect, you never really, you know, we did some hapkido, but it wasn't like what Tom was doing. So, right, you know, his self defense was like totally different and really um, something that I needed to add to my my training. So I was very fortunate that he kind of took me under his wing, and you know, I was a kid. I was like in my early twenties. And then I was, next thing you know, I was teaching all these police and getting these um, security jobs within his agency. So he really helped me out. That's awesome. And he speaks highly of you. Immediately he saw that I was doing an interview and he said, oh, yeah, great guy. And, you know, so that's exciting. Yeah, we're, it's like, uh, you know, everybody kind of knows each other in this New Jersey, northern New Jersey uh, area as far as martial arts. So, uh, yeah, and, and you, we're kind of from the same neck of the woods, so yeah, to speak. You know, New absolutely. York, Island, New Jersey, we're all kind of like wrapped up in there. And you mentioned Michael De Pasquale Jr., and he was he's a good friend of mine. And unfortunately, he's really been dealing with some issues health wise. And really uh, hopefully, he's gonna, yeah. yeah. So, Dwayne, I know we before we went online, we were chatting real quick and we talked about um, Bill, what you do, and you had developed this video game. Uh, for re retention purposes and, you know, for, to get people involved and parents involved and students more into um, the program. And we were going to share that, right? You want to jump right on it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a program I've been working on for a while. And, you know, I had some other online businesses in the past. And I also, also do, like, professional photography. So I okay. do something. Um, I, I'm like a subcontractor for Google. So I would go to different oh, wow. businesses and photograph inside their business. It's like a 360 tour is what they call it. Right. And right. It, it was very popular like four or five years ago. And I've done like hundreds of different businesses, not just martial arts schools, but car dealerships and any showroom that has like a nice presence uh, where people can go and visit. I would go and photograph and then put those pictures onto Google Maps so within that um, like work frame, I got very heavily into like the local SEO component of you know local businesses. You know, I, but I've I've shot businesses everywhere, almost on the East Coast, like in Connecticut, New York, all over. Uh, now, could I? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say so. There's there's like a huge I think gap within the martial art industry. Uh, with the local SEO and like doing things on your own, not something that you can actually hire someone to do. Like, uh, like Gus, for instance, ha handles my Facebook ads uh, and people will hire out for like SEO, uh, you know, Google pay-per-click ads, that kind of thing. But I think there's a lot of yeah. things you need to do as a school owner uh, just to spend time, it's not something that's very technical, but you have to spend time doing it. Hmm. So the game so, really helps boost your social media and your social proof within your local community. And it, it's part educational website. The, the game, the video game acts like a website. So you visit a website and then the concept is to have your parents play the game with their kids. So there's different mm -hmm conversation starters within the game, like a safety, home safety, knowing your phone number, knowing your address, 
And then it moves on to internet safety, not downloading files or, or sending pictures to somebody you don't know on the internet. So it covers right. those safety topics, but then it tasks the parent to spend some time on my social media pages, leaving a Google review, liking posts, and sharing posts within uh, you know their, their Facebook page. So before we show it, can I ask a question? Because you had said that you you know before you were going into schools and filming schools for the Google 360 view. What is your opinion on the majority of the schools that you went to? Were were there two different sets of schools? The professionals that were at the top level, the ones that weren't, or was was it like a mix? Like what what did you see um, trend wise as far as professional martial arts schools and the quality and their branding and the look and feel, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the school owners that did get these pictures done, I think are ahead of the game. It's something that you have to kind of know about and know the SEO value of it. I mean, basically it comes down to your Google, my business listing that page. You need to stack it with as much stuff as you can, your own pictures, mm -hmm. obviously reviews, there's also a, a, a question part where you can have someone ask you a question and then you can answer it. And that's that's displayed very prominently on your Google My Business listing. So if you're seeing it from like a map or from a Google search result, you're seeing those questions being asked. So why wouldn't you curate that? Ask those questions to yourself, essentially. Answer them. Right. Um and that will prevent somebody else going on there and leaving a, a question that you don't really want to answer or right. It's, it's just more stuff you can, you can pack into that. Um, yeah. You know, along with pictures and reviews and that kind of thing. And then I'm curious too, then if you're talking about SEO real quick, are you geotargeting your pictures? Yeah. So I rename all my pictures, my keywords. Yeah. So when I post a picture to my Google My Business listing, it's not like DSC and a bunch of numbers. It's like karate, Ramsey, New Jersey, Taekwondo, Ramsey, New Jersey, uh, Jiu Jitsu, Ramsey, New you know, like I'm using those. I'm renaming those pictures mm -hmm. specifically because I, look, this is just my guess. I don't know what Google's doing, but it's my guess that that might make a difference. Yeah, and Google is a funny machine, right? Like, they, you know, once they feel that people have gamed the system and learned how to do well on Google, they then will uh, change everything. Because I build websites and we do SEO and I also do Google AdWords for or, or Google ads for people. And the minute we feel like we got it down, boom, they just change everything <laughs> on us and we have to go in. We have a hundred something sites. We got to redo everything, right. you know, according well, to it's funny statistics. To bring that up. Because Google has squashed me like a bug two times. So my, right. my first online venture, I had an online reputation management company. So I had a website that I was helping businesses all around the world. I had a hotel chain in Australia. I had, you know, the, play, the, the business was actually going places. But what Google did was they changed their terms of use and service terms to make what I was actually doing against their terms of use. So it became more like a liability issue where I didn't want to have one of my businesses lose all their reviews and then be held accountable for it, you know? Right. Um, it just wasn't 
and just me personally, I don't want to be involved in anything that's not like, you know, um, absolutely uh, above board, you know. There's white right, hat, right, right. hat SEO. I mean, I don't want to go down that road. So, uh, right. and I spent a lot of money, sent, you know, setting up the site, having it coded and, and developed. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was the first time. And then the second time, the, the pictures that I'm speaking about, these 360 pictures used to be displayed very prominently in your Google listing. So you would click on like your right. main photo and would bring you into the, the restaurant or you know the your school and it was it was actually really cool but now google has hidden those pictures within your profile so mm. you know, you have to like actually look for them to find mm. them. right you know, under a few clicks down the road after being in your listing so they don't really have an importance to the business owner anymore so it's it's very difficult to sell those pictures now because yeah Nobody can see them, you know, but I do think it has value from an SEO perspective because, again, whatever you can do to max out your Google My Business listing, I think it's worth doing, you know. Well, definitely Google is going to uh, want you to be in interactive on their platform. And so how whatever you do, how could it not be a benefit? Right. 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 And then putting, you know, like now you can post on Google, Google Posts. So ha just doing that consistently and and putting in those keywords into that post, I think, is valuable. So, and it's really just spending time on your listing. I think a lot of school owners just kind of stick their head in the sand and, and don't interact with that. And it needs to be done, you know, at least once a month, if not once a week. Yeah, strategically. If, if you want to be the the main active listing on your Google, you know, me, I throw a rock, I can hit like six different schools, right? But yeah, I'm just lucky that most of my competitors don't really pay attention to it, it, it seems like, you know? Um, yeah, yeah I, un unfortunately though, for school owners, I, I think it's sad, you know, for them because they are so busy running the day to day, they yeah. get burned out. And then, you know, obviously they're not Google coders or they don't understand SEO or, right. you know, people are still, I, you know, they come to me and they, we actually will do SEO for people on their sites that they've built. And a lot of times I want to say, why don't we scrap this site and redo it? Because it's terrible, right. um, you know, but, um, but they, they just think that they only need SEO. Meanwhile, the site is put together like, like it was done 10 years ago. So, right. but SEO is changing and, and it's hard to figure it out unless like my business partner, thank God she's a techie and she's on it every second of the day, learning all the new algorithms and things with Google, because if it were me, I would not be able to handle that because it's just too many changes going on for me to stay on top of. I mean, it is a lot of work, you know, it's something you got to spend time doing and it's, it doesn't uh, go away. It's something you have to continually do. And the problem is like for me with Facebook, you know, I would be a professional photographer. I'm posting some decent content on there, you know, some cute kids, right. really well done photograph, but I'm, I'm getting like, you know, my, my mom likes it and a few of my students like it, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. because, you know, you're not getting those those posts being shown even to people that have liked your page unless you're boosting. Exactly. That post. So what I've done with the site is it kind of makes a game out of the social media interaction. So the moms, you know, and like all my A plus students that, you know, they, they'll interact with anything that I give them. 
this puts them on the path to liking the last five Instagram posts, to liking the last five um, Facebook posts, commenting on the post. Yes, I can. Uh, so like my main post on my Facebook page sat there for a year with very little interaction, you know, 20 likes or something like that. But now yeah. there's like 16 comments on it where all my students have gone on there and kind of gave me like, you know, like a thumbs up and yes, I can. Right. So when someone sees that on my page, they're like, okay, well, this guy, you know, he's got some people in the community that obviously like his program and it's just more obvious to somebody on there visiting my page for the first time. So I don't know if you can That's play that video. That might be yeah, a good way yeah, to explain let's play it. it. Yeah, let yeah. me... Uh... Let me play it. The sound is going to be a little bit different just because the sound is coming through my own speakers. So we'll do the best we can with the sound. Okay. Yeah. There's no, there's no speech. It's just a little um, music in the background. Okay. Did you hear it at all? Yeah, we just heard the music. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that seems really neat. It's been great. You know, it's it's really worked well. Uh, I have moms going on there and like doing exactly what I tell them, to, you know, like what it asked them to do. So it asked them to like the post, subscribe here, um, you know, sub, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. So I can kind of see, I can follow what they've done and just the experience of being in front of the computer with their kid and, and going over those like life skill lessons, you know, with their conversation starters. So they can start talking about, you know, do you know your phone number? Do you know not to do that on the internet? Like, I, I don't really think that there's any program out there in the industry that kind of is anything close to it. 
Well, not in uh, interact in an interactive way like this. No, I would I, I would agree. Um, I mean, there's probably been some Matt chat programs written and stuff, but not to this extent, obviously. Well, I think it's important that if you're going to ask them to do social media things, that they have to be like in front of the computer, right? I mean, it's that's really the only way it gets done. I mean, I, I in my lobby, I have a display, and it's you know, review us on Google and <clears throat> you know, like our Instagram page. You know, I get very, very little interaction that way. But with this, um, you know, and then praising and uh, making it very important for the kid to want to do it. You know, the, the, the student in my class, we praise them and we give them special um, events and stuff where they can come just to celebrate the fact that they've done the online training. So I'm curious, how is this? Yeah. So like, how is this introduced to your, your clients? Um, and then, uh, you know, are you following? So it sounds to me like you're following up with them, but is that done digitally automatically? How are those things tracked? Just because, you know, from my brain, I don't want more work that I have to do. Um, sure. but if I can systematize it, and have it automated or delegated. Um, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, so it's pretty much done for you. I, I hand out a card at the end of the class. It has the website on it. And, I'm, and I have the leaderboard in my lobby. So once they complete the game, their name goes up on the leaderboard. So we have a display monitor so they can see it. And there's always kids like looking at it like, all right, who's up there this week? So that's one way we recognize them with the leaderboard. But really just handing out the site and then, you know, when someone completes it, we give them a round of applause. Uh, sometimes we give them stickers for completing it. So it really depends on how you uh, recognize um, their accomplishment of actually completing the life skills. So there's a whole life skill packet that we have on there um, where each month we change the topic. So this is kind of like a homework aspect to it. So we're studying that topic in the class. So each month or every eight weeks, we, we change the topic. So it's another time for them to visit the site and do the workbook. And what's the age range that you're targeting with this? Um, I Well, usually five and up. Okay. But I typically don't push it too hard in my beginner classes because I just don't have the relationship with them yet. Um. Where I'm at, I want them to leave me a review on Google. Like, I haven't really proved that my program has worked yet. But once they test into a belt or the second belt and they kind of feel that progress and they, they're really happy with the program, that would be a time that I would ask them to play the game. So I want to ask a question because one of the listeners and uh, viewers had asked, is the website live now? Right? It is. You could yeah. join and become part of it. So, yeah. yes, uh, uh, that's definitely a live website and you could become a part of it. We did put the link or we, we will, I'll copy the link, right? Is that the same link that we yeah, just played? Or? Arts. So, yeah, I'll put it in there right now. Yeah. Dwayne pop that in. And yeah, uh, so what, what I want to say for each, each, Oh, that's great. Yeah. Each member gets their own website. So they, they have their own domain name and I custom build the site for them. Logos, the whole nine. Yeah. It has to be done that way because all their social media links need to be plugged into those channels so they can click right through as they're playing the game. So they can, we, we custom make a character 
And it's actually a lot of fun, the whole process of building it, because you get to tell the story of your dojo and, and you get to share your credentials and uh, any online curriculum that you have. It's, it's all custom to you. So I like what you said, and I, I want to dig a little deeper where you said that um, we don't really share it with the beginners because we haven't really established a relationship yet so that we won't get the reviews and, you know, the interaction. Can you go a little deeper? Like what, what do you find about how long um, should, you know, before you start promoting it to certain students, you know, how many months in, what belt level, et cetera, et cetera? Well, it's a new system. So I'm still, you know, figuring that. I think we lost him. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. It froze on him. That's for sure. Um, maybe so, you'll be able, yeah, maybe you can message him. I will. I'll message him right now and say. But it's interesting, right, Dwayne? I think it's like one of those things where back in the day, I actually had someone um, uh, design a video game for me. Two different video games. One based on my little warrior and mighty warrior characters. And uh, another one was basically a kata game. Unfortunately, the game was in Flash, and now Flash is not playable anymore, right? They don't use right. that software. So I lost access to those games. But they were really cool. Like, they were tiles, um, you know, uh, that you would put the kata. Oh, there, there. Nope. You you put that back. Yeah, I did. I did. Here's, here's what I'd like to do. Uh, looks like he's totally out. So I'm going to drop him out and have him go back in. Um, yeah, I just text, but, I just messaged him and said sign in. Yeah, here's here's what I was going to pull up is and, and we put the website in there. So if you're listening to this, um, you know, via audio and you're not watching this on our YouTube or either our YouTube channel or our Facebook page, you want to go to either one of those. So school owner talk. Um, so it's a Facebook. What is it? Facebook dot yeah, com yeah. forward slash groups and then school owner talk. Um, or you just look on YouTube if you want and go to school on a talk. Yeah. Um, cause you can find that. And I put the link in there, but you could take a test drive. It says here, so you could play the game yourself and see how it works, but all the information is on the website here. Uh, That's a lot great. of what we already played on the video you can see, but it's neat that you can actually play the game yourself and see how it works. Um, I love the, the interaction, you know, to get them to go to, your your Google page, your um, uh, Facebook page to leave reviews. I wonder if Yelp is in here. Um, not that Yelp is a big thing anymore. Well, uh, Yelp, but- Yelp is. I hate Yelp. I'm, I'm like <laughs> every time they call me, I, I it doesn't matter. The poor salesman gets an earful when they call me from Yelp because I always got to tell them how much I hate Yelp and how bad they are and yada yada yada. <laughs> so- check this I check this idea out. So. Go to your GameStop or your game places. He's got rack cards. Yeah. Free games. That's amazing. That is interesting. So I wonder, you know, how he's monetizing that. Yeah. I'd say it's coming back in. All right. Let me get you back in. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Not a problem. I was just going through your website uh, as we were talking and I had just landed. One, I was telling everybody that they can obviously, uh, click on it inside the website, do a test drive, see how the videos work, that type of thing, how the game works. But the other thing I thought was interesting, I got to GameStop here um, and you have rack cards basically at GameStop, right? Uh, we lost them again. Uh-oh. That's interesting um, to uh, to do that. I wonder how he monetizes that. Because yeah, those, 
that that would be individuals that I would think majority of those individuals aren't karate students of his. And so, you know, to get them to get on and play a game, does he capture their information, get them to, again, here's my brain, right? Get them to go into a funnel to try to get them into yeah. uh, their location because I'm all about automation and, and uh, duplication or, and, or, uh, you know, delegation if I have to. Yeah. So. A lot of the Gation words you use. A lot of the Gation. Yeah. Yeah. I should call, you know uh, we should call John Gaston, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I find interesting, Dwayne, is like there's so many people out there, martial art guys that are so innovative in many aspects, like something like this, that, you know, video game to help retention. We're in a really, you know, I don't know of many other industries and, and uh, granted, I don't really follow too many other industries to see what their things are. Well, we have a lot of tools at our fingertips, almost too much at this point now to try to, to deal with it. And I love what he's doing, which is, you know, he's basically getting a buy-in from the parents and the kids and getting them to work on or go to and play on his game, which is a major retention tool, um, you know, because they're just involved. Like I just had a coaching call this morning. And I was talking to my client about like, how do we get people to really understand the word commitment? You know, we always say it, but do they understand what commitment actually is? And is it a commitment for the child or is it a commitment for the parent mostly? And it really, if the kid's young, you know, anywhere from 16 and under and they don't have their own license, it's a commitment of the parents, right? Yep. Hey, so welcome back, Bill. Hey, sorry, guys. That's okay. Go wrong, will go wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Hey, we—I—I I, I don't know if you heard me, but I went ahead and went to the website, and and I started scrolling down, and I was telling everybody that obviously they can go to the website. We posted it in all of our social media platforms. It will be on schoolandertalk.com on our blog as well. But uh, I GameStop. So you have rack cards. I'm curious, how are you uh, monetizing? that because those are individuals that aren't students of yours, right? Right. So um, it's good you brought that up because there's actually two paths within the game. At one point, I ask you if you're a member or not. And then on that path, if you're a member, it asks you to do certain social media tasks. But for the non-members, it asks them just to like the page. And if you complete it, you get a free trial lesson. So I'm not asking those people for reviews if they play the game, you know, the way it's supposed to be played. Uh, I can also add a password to any page. So if there's curriculum that you don't want to share with the general public, you can password protect it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, neat. Neat. So the site, the site's a game in general with values. Now, can someone like myself or Dwayne customize it? You know, Dwayne, Dwayne runs a Christian martial arts school. My school is a more traditional ninjutsu school. Other than, uh, you know, the history and that kind of thing, are there certain aspects of certain lessons that could be customized? Or is it uh, the general information is customized and then the video game is based off of how you have it laid out? Well, I mean, it, that's kind of the cool thing with, uh, you know, the illustrations. It can be, you know, really it's up to your imagination. Um, but for the, like, you know, I start the pricing, it's $1,500 for the game, for the website to be custom at a basic level, which is like just inputting your links and creating a custom character for you. Mm -hmm. And I think for most people that that will kind of work. 
But if they want a, nut, a next step where they want like a custom dojo to have their dojo kind of be displayed, it, it would take another level of um, customization, you know, customization, illustrators and customization to do that. It's yeah. totally possible, but, um, you know, it's really what you want to spend on the site. So the $1,500 kind of gives you like what you need, but if you want to take it to the next level, and I think it's cool to do that. I mean, for me, you know, like my son is one of the little kids that you get to choose the character. So oh, cool. that to me is like, you know, seeing him in his own video game and he's a gamer too. He's in a Fortnite. He's 10 years old. Right. Um, you know, so there's certain aspects of the game that were developed that were based around like his gaming. Like there's a, there's a red button that you're not supposed to press in the game. And if you hit that button, all the characters start dancing. Hmm. So I don't know if you know Fortnite. After you win a quest in Fortnite, you can do a dance. Okay. So it's it's really in that gamer culture that you can have characters dance. And it's been a very like fun thing with my kids where I'm like, okay, don't hit the red button. And when you hmm. tell them to do something like that, you know. They're going to do it. They're yeah. going to do it. You know, it's... <laughs> So it's just a fun thing to do with the kids. And it's just been a great experience. My parents, my, you know, my uh, parents of the kids involved in the program have really taken to it. You know, some won't, some want no part of it too. You know, some, right. some people that are not into social media, um, you know, that's fine with me. You know, like I'm not pushing it to the point where anyone has to do it, but there's a, there's a recognition for the kids that want to do it and the parents want to be involved. It's generally just a, a good activity, I think. And so there's me, limited activities you can do with your kid in front of the TV as a family or the monitor rally. Right. Rather, not the TV. Yeah, I was going to ask, though, too. Um, so this is an independent website of their regular school website. It's not a subdomain. It's not an, an addition to uh, their website. Okay, yeah. so then, again, I'm thinking Google SEO time on site. Why is or, or it maybe this is an option if somebody wants it on their actual site? Because as you and I well know, the longer somebody spends on your site, the better it is for your, um, you know, for your ranking because right. of the time spent on the site. Uh, is that an option, or have you even thought of that? Haven't really gone down that road yet. Um... I, I wouldn't advise it because the game software um, is it takes a while to load the game. So that is gotcha. one of the issues because you're playing okay. within the browser. So I try to make the site as lean as possible with even the images being as small as possible uh, just because it gives you a better load time. Gotcha. Where if you mess around with that, I have it built on two separate platforms, you know, to try to give the best experience uh, okay. because that is an issue with the game when they first go to the game. And I, the other thing is I try to stress to the families of my academy when they play the game to play it on a desktop because the experience on a phone, first of all, I don't want them leaving me a Google review on their phone, Right. Because that review is usually not an eloquent review about my program. It's more like, good, I like it. You know, because people typing on their phone, it's like they're not going to write a big paragraph on their phone. Right. 
you know, so, and then just playing the game is just a better experience overall using the mouse when they play the game. So, mm, okay. Now, and you could do a redirect anyway, like, a, you know, from, you could put a button on your site and redirect it to the website and have that on page. It's not necessarily going to close your website down. It's going to open up as part of your site. It yeah, we have clear. that. We have that in the path where if it's a non-member, we actually encourage them to go to the site right to our lead form, lead right. capture form. So if it is somebody that's not a member, just checking out the site. I haven't really advertised it too much, you know, other than the GameStop. You know, I do a, I have a pretty um, intense YouTube ad campaign where I'm running, you know, me, that's the thing with my son. We make videos on the weekend. You know, oh, he thinks cool. he's like a YouTuber. Yeah. So it's kind of cool where we'll come to the dojo on a Sunday and make a video about nunchucks or make a video about jump kicks. And then I'll put it on YouTube. Yeah. So some of these, some of these videos we've made have had like 20,000 views. Right. And it's all paid views, but it's, you know, my local community, you know, the, the three yeah. neighboring schools, there's kids that call me or parents that call me and they're like, yeah, my son wants to train with the karate boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is my son, you know. How old is he? Kind of cool, you know. Ten, it's, ten it, years it, old. It's been a lot of fun. So it's funny. I I once had someone call me and they're like, "Hey, I, can we come down and meet Joe Rogan?" And I'm like, uh, "I don't know why he would be here, but they were watching a Joe Rogan video. I was doing a video ad from from Google, um, and uh, they associated because it was on the Joe Rogan show that he was training at my school. So right. I'm like, He's never here anymore, you know, that kind of thing, you know, so it's, it's quite funny. But you know what I love about what you're doing, too, is that, I, you know, we always try to find a way to get people to buy in, right? You know, to get I, I think that if we could only get the parents heavily involved, like they are with hockey or soccer or football, for some right. strange reason, they dig into those sports, and they're they're very much into them compared to like martial arts. Martial arts, some parents do, but a good parent, a majority of parents are kind of dabbling with a bunch of different sports. But like for example, if we have a tournament, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it. We have baseball that day. Well, why don't we take off from baseball and come to the tournament? Right? You know, it's always right. baseball first, tournament, martial arts second for for a majority of our people. So I like that you're getting them to interact more because the more they interact, the more they find the value in the lessons. The more that you remind them of the things that are important about martial arts, the better parents of students they're going to become. Do you find right. that? Do you, do you see like a good amount of buy-in? Well, yeah. I mean, one of the things uh, since COVID that I've been involved with is uh, Greg Horton's organization, the Mastery. Are you guys familiar with Greg Horton? I am. I've heard of him and seen some of his yeah. stuff. Yeah. He's good. His organization is top-notch. Uh, Mastery, he's got a bunch of schools, like six schools in Rhode Island, I think. Okay. And I got uh, involved in his coaching program. And he uses a set of life skills that are actually Master Von Schmeling of the Victory yep. Martial Arts. It's yep. his life skill package. So discipline, respect, self-esteem. Each one of these life skills, there's six of them, comes with a booklet. Right. And, you know, when I started doing the life skill he actually really taught me how to implement it into my classes. So it, it goes like another level past a mat chat. Mm. Okay. So we've all done mat chats where we're, you know, talking about different benefits or, or, you know, bullying or whatever it is. 
But I'm telling you, his program is like a whole nother level of life skills. Right. Every kick and punch that they throw in their school somehow relates back to that month's life skill. You know? That's great. And his instructors are super eloquent when they're up in front of the room teaching. And it's not just one guy. It's like every one of his six or eight schools, each one of those instructors is like unbelievable as far as, you know, my opinion. Just I just, I just searched Greg Horton's uh, Mastery uh, Leadership Program. So when you talk to him next, let him know that he does not have a title page. So it went, it was unnamed and then it oh. has his URL. So let him know that he needs work on his SEO. Okay. Um, yeah. He, uh, I think he's involved with market muscles. Like that's his, uh, his big, um, that could be the answer. He, he likes that, uh, you know, set of websites. For whatever I, reason. I have to tell you, I once went, went and visited uh, a relative of mine wanted to, they trained with me. They moved to Florida. So when I was down in Florida visiting, they wanted to have me go around and check out martial arts school. So we went to like five or six schools. I got ignored in, you know, four out of the five, let's say people didn't say hello to me. I stood there for 15 minutes. I'm like, let's just go. I walked in uh, Sergio von Schmeling school. And literally the minute I walked through that door, the instructor said, hold on, took, assigned the count to his student, walked off the training floor, shook my hand, said hello, and then introduced me to their program manager and went back in to teach. I was blown away. Like every other school could care less. His school was on it. So he's, he's really good at what he does. He's got a top-notch organization, and mastery is kind of just an extension of that. I think there's wow. a lot of shared concepts between those two guys. Oh, that's great. Um, but the, the victory life skills, you know, he came up with those different life skills. And cool. It, like within it, the whole concept with Mr. Horton is that he's teaching communication and public speaking first. Mm. And the martial arts are kind of second to that. Okay. Know? And, you know, his philosophy is like, you know, you might be in a fight. That might happen. I hope it doesn't happen. But I know you're going to have to public speak at some point. Right. You know, in your career, in, in the corporate world, or maybe you're going to be a martial art instructor. You know, right. Like, so even if you don't follow that path, he's still teaching these communication skills mm. that are super valuable. And some people, you know, he, he makes the argument like you could actually say it's more valuable than the martial art training. Right. Be, you know, like, have you ever had a black belt where you, you know, he's awesome on the floor and then you put him in front of the class? Of course. And it's like <laughs> they don't have that same level of confidence. Yeah. Because it's it's not really about confidence. It's, it's about the communication skill and that ability. Right. And it's like anything else. It's a muscle. It has to be practiced. Mm-hmm. I learned that from him. You That's know? great. So it's it's really changed my program in a lot of ways. My focus. I um, totally agree. I totally agree. I, I always have said that you know our students are going to have to defend themselves mentally, emotionally, and socially more than they're ever going to have to defend themselves physically. Not that physical self defense is not important because it is, but those other three levels of self defense to me are primary over the physical self defense. Of course you know, when you need it, <laughs> being able to, you know, mentally defend yourself isn't going to work, uh, you know, when you need physical self-defense. So they are equal to some degree, but yes, I agree. They do kind of slightly supersede the other, in my opinion as well. 
You know, that's so true, though. I, although the world is getting more and more dangerous these days, right? But at the same time, uh, you're right. Like, I find just alone, like with the parenting skills these days, they're not teaching the way we used to learn when we were younger, right? We were right. Life of hard knocks and trials and tribulations and figuring it out on our own a little. Uh, I think that that's the scary part these days. But I, and, and that's what I, again, I love about... So, so parents will sign their kids up at our school and they'll know nothing about the style that we do, the martial art that we do. They just know that martial arts or karate in their, in their verbiage is good for kids. And then what they do is they sign them up and that's about the only involvement that they have. Like they don't study the art, study what the benefits are. So when their kids are going to quit or they're demotivated, the parents have no tools whatsoever to be able to change that. But your game and what you're teaching, and if a parent is teaching the values that your game teaches, or a, a teacher is teaching those values, then they're less likely to let their kids stop. They're less likely to let their kids, you know, quit entirely and so on. This game cements in or builds up your retention in your school too. Well, it's, and there's a, I can give you an example of it where, you know, like you'll, you'll get ki uh, parents watching the class and their kid will break a board, right? Mm -hmm. And they will clap and, you know, there's almost tears in their eyes when right. that happens, you know, it's like, or when they get that new belt. Mm -hmm. But when you put that kid in front of the class and he's leading the class and he's public speaking, he's being a leader and he has that leadership skill of leading a group of kids, leading his peers, they cry, you know, like right. that is an emotional yeah, thing for a parent to see their kid being a leader, so it's powerful, you know. And it's and I think it's one of those skills that is not taught in school for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about you know reading a paper in front of the class. That's like a horrifying experience, right? Because nobody prepares you for it. You mm -hmm. know, where you know a lot of my kids now they're very confident getting up in front of their friends and 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 speaking. So yeah. It's it's been um, a game changer for my for my school. So getting back to the life skills in the game. So with the victory life skills, they gave you this whole book of different um, you know things to talk about when it comes to each one of those discipline, respect, self esteem. So I was looking at this book and I'm like, should I make copies of this book? It, it looked like a pretty big expense to make hundreds of copies of each one of these books. So I said, let me put it online, you know, and then that's when the, the genesis of the game kind of, you know, came, came to form where I was like, I'd rather have them interact with the story than just read it. Right. Yeah. Well, and everybody remembers um, lines from a movie, lines from a song. Um, it's, it, it's, I don't know. It's probably, there are some, but it's, it's, I would say there are some individuals that will read something and then forget what they wrote or what they read. Yeah. Right. So unless they highlighted it, underlined it, wrote it down to remember it, they're not going to typically remember it. But if they are interacting with that um, over and over and over again by doing it online and it's just reinforcing and they're staying engaged. And then plus, obviously, you know, you have strategically put in the opportunity for them to leave reviews and those type of things and interact in such a way. I, I don't know. It sounds to me like it's uh, uh, an ingenious opportunity. 
I mean, it's been great. I can, I can just really speak about my own experience using it and testing it with my students. And it's worked 100%. Um, you know, again, getting back to some parents don't want to be involved. And it's kind of just moving on to the next person. And, you know, now I've, I've grown my reviews. I have over 150 Google reviews. Uh, and I gained about 20 different Facebook reviews. And then the likes and the comments... You know, it's it's just it's been great. Uh, and the and individuals that, that don't want to be a part, um, do they feel do they feel pressured to do it? Are they slighted because you are doing it? You know, like what what is their blowback from anybody that hasn't done it? They just haven't done it. You know, okay. they haven't completed it. And you know, I didn't. And it's not a requirement. Not for the, yeah, it's been fine. I think. Yeah, um, I was just going to ask that question, Dwayne. Is it a requirement for people to do it when they no, join? No. So just something fun. You just give yeah, it to it's them just and something fun and extra. Um, but I do make it a requirement now for my black belt testing because there's a workbook attached to each one of those life skills. So my current class of candidates, I got eight kids going for junior black belt. Um, I've had them have to complete the workbook, so they okay. got to pick one of the life skills and do that homework. Uh, it's, it's, you know, 20 minutes worth of questions and stuff. And it's, it's all really good. The, those victory life skills are worded so well that it, it really hits a lot of hot buttons, I think, in people's, um, you know, whatever the topic is, self-esteem, honesty. Um, yeah. It's just really good. How long has your school been open? I've been teaching on my own since like 94. That's when I opened. So I was just a kid. Uh, and yeah, we've been going pretty strong ever since. You know, we, uh, great, great. we're doing great. Right now I'm in a great mall. I have a shop right, right across from me. I have five below right next door. So we're in a great prime location here. Uh, and how, how many, uh, how many uh, square footage, how much square footage do you have in your school? I got 3,400 square feet big school yeah it's a big school and but we pack it in i mean i was like i every dot on my mat was taken yesterday i mean That's this is great. prime time right now unfortunately we all know what's coming right in the next couple of weeks baseball starts yeah we have it already starting i have two of my kids so depressing i had two twin boys um going for their renewal they're up this month in april on the first and i'm like what, what's going and it's funny when i text them and reach out to them and i don't hear back from them that means that they're not sure and right. or they're quitting right so they finally got back to me oh we're not sure he's very involved with baseball and the other brother hockey and i'm like oh so there's a chance you may not be continuing which i'm i'm blown away they, they got up to their blue belt why quit now but it's the weirdest dynamic right yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to provide as much value as I can. Another thing that I like to do, um, getting back to the social media component, is being a professional photographer, I do a free photo shoot, usually once a month or every two months, where I have my students that, that come up, I take photos for them, I take some videos, and I give it to them to share on their social media pages. So that's been another thing that's that's kind of like an extra little value, right? That um, they get for free just being a part of the program. Great, so, and they're they're expected to post and sh and tag and and so on, right? They just do it naturally. I don't make any type of. I just ask, hey, you know, if it's a great picture, would you mind if I shared it? You know, right? right. Uh, so 
sometimes I'll do that. And um, another social media boost is the brag board that we use. If you go to my Instagram page, we have a board that just says, you know, the, the highest kicker in the class or the most sit-ups today. And we'll take a picture of the child holding the brag board. Ah. And we'll put that on our Instagram. And then immediately I'm getting that parent to follow me on Instagram and like that post. Great. Uh, and so, sometimes I'll, I'll curate it while I'll have four kids uh, on the same kind of poster. Okay. So that's been another great idea, the brag board. I haven't done it in a while. I have to break it out again. It is a little labor intense because you got to have the staff member, you know, write out the names, have them snap a picture with the board, but it's worth it. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't that always the case that all social media, like you, you go really gung ho and you don't miss it for a few months. You're on it, on it, on it, and then all of a sudden you fall out of the swing of things. I, I try to post, and I have one of my my main instructors also. He loves to post, but most of the time he posts on his own page, and I have to steal his picture <laughs> and, and copy it and then re-release it on my Instagram and my Facebook pages. Right. So right. Uh, I, and you got to be careful these days. It's just so funny because uh, I sent my wife a funny video and I tagged her, I instant messaged it to her on Insta Instagram uh, behind the scenes. And when I pulled up my Facebook page this morning, it was on there as a share. And it wasn't anything terrible, obviously, but it was some young girl who, a funny story, went to her boyfriend's house and um, she clogged the toilet. So she took the poop out and put it in the cat litter box to try oh. to disguise it and uh this is the funny video and then the boyfriend said my cat died three weeks ago so she's calling her mom please come and pick me up as soon as you can this is what happened so i sent it to my wife and uh it's shared on my facebook page so i had to delete that That's out this funny. morning yeah so you never know like what you're sharing too so be very careful with that as well yeah, well, that's the thing with the free photo shoot, too, is like, I know I have permission to share that, you know, right. whereas, you know, I try never to share anything within the class without their express permission. I mean, everybody's signing my waiver when they sign up. Right. But I still don't do that without like, you know, but some of these pictures I, I get are like amazing shots. I have I one lens that just seems to get everybody um, really in a good light. It's just a beautiful lens. That's so, great. Um, yeah, that's one of the benefits to, to doing the. And I always I, like I don't understand like school owners. That should be something that if you pick up a hobby. You know, being a, a better photographer just to be able to capture, you know, your students doing stuff and posting it to social media. It's like, I think that's a very important thing. And you could do that on a good iPhone or Android. I mean, the photos are, I have kids yeah. that will take pictures. They will hand the phone to our younger 14 year olds and say, take pictures while we're tying belts and doing the promotion. And their eye for picture taking sometimes is just so amazing. Yeah. Like, like those are like advertising quality photos of the expressions and the angles and what they're, what they're seeing. Is yeah, I mean, the phones have gotten so good yeah. uh, with the cameras on the phone. I mean, you're still not getting that crisp blurred background right. from a DSLR or like a mirrorless. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's worth investing some time and energy into, I think. Got it.
So, Dwayne, do you have any other questions? Because we're running out of time. It's amazing. Yeah, I just obviously I want uh, I want people to be able to get a hold of you um, that are interested, you know, in what we talked about today from you. So, what are what's the best ways for them or way that you would like them to get a hold of you first? Uh, yes. Yeah, so there's a there's a contact form on the Advert Game Arts uh, website. So an Advert Game is like it's part ad, part game. Um, advertisement so that's where the name comes from uh and there's some some big media companies that have actually used this same concept where like burger king had a free game for a while yeah there's some movies that have been released that have had games attached to them mm -hmm. so it's it's an advertising concept that's been done before but this is the first one within the martial art industry that i'm aware of that has used this technology where it's an in-browser game to um you know, do all these different tasks. That's well, and you know, look, as, as a martial artist and a, a martial arts school owner, everything is cyclical for us. So when we learn good material and then we place it where it needs to be taught, or at least where we think it needs to be taught, it can, and, and it's, and when I say good material, I mean material that it can be used, it's timeless. And so the information, you, it sounds to me, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but the information that you put on to or into this game is timeless. So it's and it's something that will always those these are our character skills that we're always going to be teaching. It's not the it's not going to be different in, you know, three months or six months from now. And the reason I want to clarify that is because, you know, you brought up Burger King um, and obviously they're not using that anymore. That's dead and gone. It was good for the time being maybe. But that would not be the case for us because it's timeless information that we're going to use over and over and over again. Am I overstating that? No, I mean, it's, and actually like I have it linked to one of my Wix websites. And if you're familiar with Wix, it's kind of drag and drop. It's not an easy, it's not a hard website to, to navigate. Um, so I can change the videos. I can change the curriculum because it's just linking to that site uh, or my main site. If you have, um, a developer that handles your site. So it's, it's linking back to that site at certain parts. I also have it linked to my century uh, store as well. So I've had people go on there, play the game and then buy a century bag um, through my century direct account. So there's mm. like a little part where it goes into the store yep. and then that clicks in. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of ways you can use it and it's kind of set and forget, you know, all you got to do is hand the kid the card and be like, Hey, play the game. Don't hit the red button. And it's it's just a fun thing. It's been great. I love it. I I like it. What do you think, Dwayne? I no, I think it's really interesting. I, I uh want to get on and, and play the game myself and take a look at it. Yeah, so. get on there, play the game. Um so I have a demo game attached, but if you shoot me a link, I can also send you um my personal game that I use for, for my school. So there's two separate games. One's like a demo to kind of explain like what we could do here and then i'll send you my personal game anybody interested in playing it is welcome to okay so how would you if they're interested in that how do they send you uh go to abergamearts.com fill out the contact form just leave me a little message uh and i'll reach out to you right away and uh yeah i'll shoot you the link okay perfect all right, Bill, it was a pleasure uh, getting to know you and uh, Thanks, obviously sharing this information because this definitely is uh, cutting edge. Allie, anything you want to wrap up no, with? I loved it. I enjoyed it. I hope everyone else also enjoys it when they listen because 
I always look at everything and like I, I have one of my black belts that I'll share stuff with and he'll say, oh, that what that doesn't pertain to us or that was boring or that was this or that. I always see things from an advantage point of view. Like I'll see things and go, wow, I could put that here, put that there. I could use these things. So I hope everyone looks at it with an open mind and says, wow, how can I make my school better from things like this? All right, thanks, Bill. Take care, sir. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Talk to you soon. You have a great day. All right, you too. Take bye. care. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Martial Arts School Learner Talk Podcast. This would not be possible if it weren't for the support of our amazing sponsors. Please check out Elite Insights for all your website needs. They can be reached at EliteInsights.com. Add health coaching. Helping school owners create a new and easy-to-implement revenue stream for your school. Visit AdHealthCoaching.com. Lead Hunter Media, your online digital marketer and content provider. Visit LeadHunterMedia.com. Academy Kings Growth Consulting and Management Group. They can be reached at AcademyKings.com. And Spark Membership, hands down the best martial arts software for school owner management on the planet. They can be reached at SparkMembership.com. We will see you next time.